What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Other Wrestling Daves podcast. I'm your host, David Rosenberg, and I'm here once again with Austin and Donnie. We just got finished watching the Fastlane pay-per-view. I think the last time you guys heard our voices was actually following the Backlash pay-per-view for WWE. So it's been a while. Uh, we're not going to cover everything that happened since then, but there is one big thing that I think we should talk about before we get to the Fastlane review itself, and that's the uh, AEW bomb or dud of a bomb i guess this was uh, this blew up twitter and i feel like it, it it continues to still be talked about i feel like there are still jokes being made about it almost a week or two after is it two weeks now after the fact it blew uh, up twitter and it really bombed yeah uh but this okay so the exploding barbed wire death match uh this was the thing that i think all of us were most excited to watch on the aw revolution pay-per-view for 2021 and the explosion that happened at the 30 minute mark was a complete and absolute dud. It was a few sparklers that looked like a Goldberg entrance, and then uh, just Gilbert a few entrance. A Gilbert, sorry, a Gilbert, and then a few a few pops. So I want to get your guys' thoughts on this because this was surely uh, the worst thing you've seen in wrestling in the past few weeks. So uh, Austin first, and then Donnie, I guess. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much it, isn't it? It's just it, it was supposed to be a big boom, and it ended up. Uh, I mean, that's the thing. It was a, to me, it was it was AEW's first huge misstep as a uh, as a company. Like I, 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 I try to be try to be pretty even. You know, I, I, I lean I lean a little AEW, but they uh, they they really dropped the ball with this one. I think the match itself was kind of fine. There were some issues, like glaringly from the beginning. Like Bryce, the uh, the referee, his outfit was just a painter's outfit. It wouldn't protect you from any kind of uh, noxious fumes or anything. And, of course, the explosion was a dud. I did get the shirt, though. I'm very happy about the shirt. Oh, you you bought the AW. The, I have uh, the deathmatch shirt. Oh, wow. I, <laughs> I might, like, screen grab that and make it a, the thumbnail of this. It's of a this. very fun shirt. That's um, pretty cool. Because, mostly because cool. I think the entire match was kind of a botch. <laughs> um, it was a good match, like, to watch, but the end kind of really soured it, I think, for everybody that watched it. Yeah, I you know a combination of the uh, of what both of you guys said, it it is I think I a lot of people are going to disagree with you, Austin, and say that it isn't AEW's first major misstep. They're going to say that AEW has made countless missteps along the way, and this was the first one that you've noticed. But I think that's that's to uh, some point because people like you and me who maybe aren't as invested in finding every flaw in AEW as you know some people are. It's this is we can't deny it. you can't deny this one. It, it's just an embarrassing gaffe, and and even the company itself isn't trying to deny it. I mean, outright uh, they knew almost immediately. Okay, our explosion got fucked up. It, it's not nearly what we thought it was going to be. Uh, so we have to just make a new story, and I think they've done a decent job of that. Uh, you know, it, it, they've done as much rehab as you can on this. Um, I think they did a great job throwing the blame at the heel talent's feet just for botching the explosion right. and making some yeah. of the faces look kind of bad. Right. And it's like sa- the best you can hope for, you know, and, and the saving grace line. is that is that the match was not like, like you said earlier, the match was not bad in any way. The match was actually the really, wrestling was good. It was really good. And, and I, I like the opening minutes of it where there's clearly trying not to go into the barbed wire. And then once you do get the first explosion, the first explosion is about what I thought it was going to be, but not in a dis- disappointing way. It was it was completely fine. It was uh, what I think a, a TNT 
you know, exploding barbed wire deathmatch or a TNT associated exploding barbed wire deathmatch should be uh, because this just isn't TNT the 90s. is the explosive or TNT the network. The network. <laughs> okay. But but no, this is uh, – it, it was fine, those explosions. I do think that some of the uh, ground explosives early on, I know there were the like boards Yeah, the boards outside, outside of the were ring. a little lackluster because mm-hmm. there weren't enough of them. Right. Yeah, I think that that was a sign that maybe this wasn't as, as rigged properly as it should have been. Um, but they did, like you said, throwing it at the heels' feet. It, it, really easy out. Uh, Kenny is not a bomb maker in that. And you know, and Kenny I, also shouldn't want to just outright murder another wrestler, right? And to be honest, I think the the, the worst I guess part that's not like a heel thing, but like yeah, yeah the, the worst part about this was that Eddie Kingston sold it. Like Eddie Kingston it, did such a good yeah. job. What do yeah. you mean he sold it? Oh, he, he sold the he, he sold, sold it like the he was dead. Mission before. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. It, that it's, was pretty but bad. He, it's not his fault because I, and it's several not. people have pointed this out. His instructions clearly were go. Cover him up like you're sacrificing yourself. There's going to be an explosion. It's going to be big. Someone really then should have tapped him. You'll be de- right, but like Moxley had to play dead too. So I think someone finally did go like, guys, that fucking sucked. And then they got to you know a- after the match. I'm sure you guys saw the clip that was on social media where Moxley addressed the crowd and said, you know, this was the birth of that idea. I think that uh, Kenny yeah, Omega, Kenny's a shitty engineer. Yeah, he's a good wrestler, but he can't make a. De- exploding barbed wire deathmatch ring worth shit or something like that so yeah uh, it was a good it was a good out but this was absolutely the worst thing um that i think aw has done um and you can't you can't avoid these kind of things i guess it's just it always feels like when aw gets hit with something that's going to kill their momentum and surely i feel like this hurts their momentum even if you people want to make the argument that Oh, people want to tune in to find the find out the excuse. I don't think that was true at all. You know, the numbers have gone down since. So you're not going to tune in for fifty dollars a pay per view, right? Right. So it was. You know, I think um, it, it, it's people are going to be less inclined next pay per view to to tune in just because of this. But uh, hopefully, they learn from it, and and whoever they get to rig their stuff. Um, has a better testing method next time. I don't know how you test a dud. A dud is a dud. I think so. I don't it's know just, if it was a dud or if they just didn't set honestly, it up properly. I, from what you I've heard, no I think it's a dud. Oh, I think the yeah. worst part about the whole thing was the, uh, the way charges. they handled the, no, the the way they handled the um, the copyright striking and uh, right. taking people's videos down on yeah. Twitter. No, that was awful. Because yeah, I, th- I mean they could have spun this into I mean literally like and they did with you know blaming Kenny, but I. I this was everywhere the, the next day. Like I was listening to they were covering it on like the Lebetard show. <laughs> And everyone was talking about this. Yeah, nobody could get video. I mean, there's video out there, obviously, but it was I, I think, making it way harder than I think you do. draw more criticism from mainstream media, too, if you do things like copy strike it from yeah. Twitter and stuff, because uh, that's I feel like that's just kind of like a lot of media. Up, people are talking about it. Yeah, every, everyone who's talking about it is going to collectively view it as fucked up. So it's a bit rough. To it's say very that. Vince. McMahon, you know what yeah, I mean? That, that was the vibe I got. Yeah, I, and and Tony Khan needs to be the opposite of Vince McMahon, uh, or at least continue to convince his supporters that he is the opposite of Vince McMahon, because that's really uh, one of the reasons I think AEW has thrived so much is because they have this like opposite opposite persona uh, from the other company. So this isn't quite mm-hmm. a problem like I think you guys think it is. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't something that we really harp on Vince McMahon for. Because this is like a mainline pay-per-view show 
that they charge people a lot of money for. If they just let po- uh, people post clips of that online, it right. kind of really devalues the actual experience of watching it for the people that paid a lot of money for it. Right, but uh, you know, I mean, the argument This is a whole different issue, I think. Uh, but uh, you know, it's there's like billion like dollar deals for 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 Raw, billion dollar deals for SmackDown, there's, you know, billion dollar deals now for the network uh it, which includes WWE pay-per-views and it's I don't know if that means all actual like pay-per-views, like traditional pay-per-views are gone because I know they still sell them. You can still go to a bar that has bought a pay-per-view and is showing it and that gets counted and can stuff. Can you still buy it's, it on like Comcast for hundred I, I, I believe so up until I, I don't I don't know if the Peacock move uh, affects that now. So I know Fastlane, which we're going to get to in just a second, is the first multicast is the first show that right so i yeah hopefully I, you feel like they would work out a pay-per-view deal but um it is the same and in, in, in wwe has botches all the time and gets made fun of and they take their lumps uh you know maybe it's because they're publicly traded maybe it's because their view is different that any publicity is good publicity but i really I, I i a bad taste was left in my mouth for sure uh when those copy strikes came down austin so i'm glad you brought that up i totally forgot that that happened but i even tweeted out about it it, it was just it's entirely fucked up it's it's not the company aw presents themselves as it's a. Uh, you take your punches you know it's real simple to take your punches just don't be whiny about it when you when, you, when you're the one who's causing problems it's like you know you messed up it's okay to be embarrassed. It's, it's fine. That's that's cool. Just don't be weird about it. But let's move on to uh, Fastlane. Uh, I thought yeah, – so uh, I want to discuss something with you before we go into Fastlane. I think all the WWE pay-per-views – and we said this last time after Backlash. All the WWE, uh, WWE pay-per-views have been good so far in 2021. I think we've had one NXT, two WWE main roster shows backlash and royal rumble and and we've deemed them good so before we get into each match here does this show wwe Fastlane 2021 does that make it four for four or have we hit kind of a wall as we approach the biggest show of the year it's a great question um i don't it didn't really stick out one way or the other to me like i felt like it had its its good spots it had its bad spots it was a pretty it was pretty okay. There wasn't. It wasn't egregiously bad. There were a couple of really good matches on the card. I'd say it was good. I mean, it wasn't great, but it was. It was. It was fine. It definitely didn't suck. I think it was egregiously okay. Yeah, it, average is the word. If that it comes was to worse, mind. that would. Sorry, yeah. Let better. me take that. There was some. There was some pretty. There was some pretty bad. There was. There were definitely some low points. There were. There yeah. was bad, and there was good. So I. I think that. Uh, unnecessary is the word like this this pay-per-view is is exactly and we've talked about this i feel several times now on this podcast is that wwe seems to force the issue when there is no issue but they go we have to have a pay-per-view in between backlash and wrestlemania because why because that's what we do because we need network well, viewers because we, because we need sold x amount of ads for this and we already sold a whole right but i mean you don't need to, but they've to been the doing network. fast lane for years i mean it's it this has been something that's been wedged in there for years there's there's really no mm-hmm. need uh to do these things and i and i think exactly what you get is is this show where you in my opinion the first two matches of the night were just not up up to the standard of the rest of the show it got better which is what you want your show to, to do so it was overall i think an okay show an acceptable show but you want it to be more than acceptable. You want it to be memorable and, and super 
you know, amazing, like in, in, the, in the eyes of the fans, you know, I, I think you remember the really bad, like the AEW, uh, you know, firework disaster, and you remember uh, the really good endings, and I don't think there's been any of that in, in Vaseline and recently because you want to save it for WrestleMania. So it just feels like this pay-per-view well, to me is, is pointless. It's the it's the go home show of pay per views. Right. Like it's the it's the last one before Mania. It's not going to be. It's 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 tying up a lot of loose ends and starting stuff for WrestleMania. It's a it's not it's not super important, but there's like some important stuff on it. And like mm-hmm. I will say that the uh, the build up to the Roman uh, Daniel Bryan match uh, that I that got so. me. I love that. Like I that was some of the best build I thought that I've seen in, in wrestling in a little while now. Right. Let's let's just work honestly. Let's just start from the uh, you know top the very top of the show, the main event, which was the Reigns and Daniel Bryan stuff. I I thought I have not. I don't think I've watched SmackDown in a few weeks, if I'm being honest. So I, this was like my first introduction. I I didn't know. I I knew going into the show a few hours ago that this was going to be the match, but I didn't know exactly what the story was because I just haven't been tuned in. Um, but I almost immediately two minutes into the match after they of course show the video that they do so well on every single time uh and and i feel like they're they're built to get you into it um but i I was rooting for daniel bryan to to -hmm. win he was just such a baby face and i think part of that is daniel bryan just being daniel bryan right he he just knows how to uh get his character over and make you want to support him and stuff like that um but i think the other half of that is just uh, you know a lack of wwe having characters that are able to do that does that make sense you know what i mean it's like yeah it, it stuck out because it was like a zebra and a patch of horses that's like uh, this this felt like storytelling and part of it is a paul Heyman too let me just say that i mean Heyman and reigns have been doing great stuff together uh for for the past few months so adding the brain of daniel bryan to this just felt like it it birthed a great story um but yeah it's super compelling and then do you think the fallout of this it is going to be a triple threat. We had Edge uh, in- interfering at one point with the chair, and then uh, Reigns ultimately retaining because of that. When it looked like, uh, not looked like, Daniel Bryan got Reigns to tap. Yeah, man, I hope so. There were several times towards the end of this match where I genuinely thought, you know, Bryan had the uh, the submission hold locked in, and I thought. Reigns was going to tap. There were a couple, a couple times where it looked like he was, like his hand was kind of doing one the motion, time he but it did just actually tap. Yes, and the ref was yeah. not there. Mm-hmm. And the ref, well, yeah, not, I mean, the, not even. But before that, that before I mean, that, he came really close. They, they, they sold yeah. it really well. I didn't think Reigns was capable of selling this well. Yeah, I didn't either. I was a little surprised. I thought, I mean, this whole match I thought was great. There was, all, I mean, there was just so much going on outside the ring. There was, you know, with Edge as the uh, as the special enforcer. Um, I don't think that daniel bryan is going to get added to the wrestlemania match mm. uh but i would really like him to right uh i thought all three of these guys their their chemistry was great i thought i mean daniel bryan just again like i said this this whole build up to this i i've watched smackdown uh as much as i could the last couple of weeks and uh i mean this whole thing was was driving the show you know like i i don't know i i thought it was a really good match i had a lot of fun watching this one i want i just want to see more daniel bryan <laughs> It's it's because where else could he go? Where else could he go after this? You know, he, he it almost feels like he has to be still intertwined uh, with, with with Edge yeah. and, and Reigns because uh, it is so compelling. But Donnie, what did you think of this match? I think the match itself was good. I just feel like they could have done better with the whole Edge thing. 
they should have avoided having Jay show up, honestly. Okay. And have Edge played more of an active role in costing Daniel Bryan the win. I feel like it's bad when I notice where they could have done it better. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. If they had Edge actively cost Daniel Bryan the win so he could face Roman Reigns, then I think that works themselves better into having a triple threat later on. I don't think a triple threat is a good option for WrestleMania. I think with a guy like Roman Reigns in the match, because... The match was good, don't get me wrong. I but, just but, wish but, that... Well, I mean, I'm talking about in the triple threat. They handled threat, it differently. Oh, when, okay. you have, when you have Reigns in, in, a, in, in the Edge and Reigns match... Um, I feel like they're worried that people are going to turn on, on Reigns again because, Austin, I think you mentioned that uh, last episode when you were answering some of the mailbag questions that uh, Reigns might not get the reception. Or was it Donnie? One of you said uh, that Reigns might not get the mm-hmm. reception that, that that WWE thinks that he's going to get. So I wonder I if this is... I did say that, but because I think WWE thinks Edge is going to get booed and I think people are going to mm-hmm. cheer for him. Well, I think either way, if, face if, reaction. but either way, if that mania event is in jeopardy, adding a third person to it and it being a surefire baby face. I mean, clearly, I think oh, everyone's, that's true. That's everyone's true. in agreement. It, 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 it's a it's a bandaid. It's an easy bandaid and a well done one right. at that. So I, I, I think um, wherever this came from, because it did, it is a bit odd. You know, I, it felt like they decided to go one direction with Edge when they made him win the Royal Rumble. And maybe they're walking back a little bit on that. Just, yeah. So but, that's, I mean, th- yeah. that Fastlane match and the build to it felt like a WrestleMania event right. in itself. Right. So I, yeah. it, it did kind of feel like they were walking back on Edge a little bit. But I mean, I guess, I mean, having him involved in the match, maybe they, uh, he, kind I of mean, he was walking... such a big part of it too. Yeah. As the enforcer, you know, I, I thought that role might be a little stupid. Uh, but it, I mm-hmm. thought it was really well played, as, uh, especially when he came in as the referee after the ref took a bump. I thought that was clever a way to insert mm-hmm. him. And, and, and even the announcer said, you know, that's his job. That's why he's here. It was like, OK, that makes sense. That's why I, it, instead of him just running out and getting involved, which is what happens on, you know, half of WWE's matches on any given Monday or Friday night. So. Uh, I I thought you know this was this this I thought this was a really good story, really good match. I do hope that it turns into a triple threat. Um, I I can see Daniel Bryan just you know being there and losing whatever that works. But honestly, winning even could you see him winning? I I, I at this Between point these two juggernauts after no, the vibes of this a, after the vibes of this match. I mean you never know. I I. I if there were ever a time, and and if the crowd reaction is right on your first show back yeah. with Vans, if I, the crowd I think, reaction I think is that, right, that's... I don't think he's going to win it at Mania though. They're not going to change the, the crowd result reaction. on the fly. Yeah, I don't think, think they're big... going to change ah! the result on the. They've done no, it before. No, I don't think they're going to change the result. They, have, on the they fly, don't do like, it too much after recently. His entrance has happened, but like after you know, his entrance has happened. Are you kidding me? Well, n- yeah, okay, maybe not that. Like they that... might pop for him, like during the but entrance, but Vince, okay, Vince, and then next pay per view, give it to him. Vince gets nervous. At whenever uh, and, and this Vince happened at the WrestleMania that we went to uh, in New Orleans, where Brock faced uh, Reigns, and yeah. Reigns was supposed to go over, mm-hmm. and it was supposed to be his coronation, and then Brock won because Reigns Vince changed his mind. Pop. Vince yeah. changed his mind and was like, "Yeah, this isn't going to go right." So I just wonder if they, it, it feels Jesus like they're, they're super fearful of this this <sighs> sort of thing. So I I don't know. I, I if it results in a Daniel Bryan continuing to be in the storyline and 
maybe even getting the win because I think that even Paul Heyman would admit and, and and my question has been for a while who's a good person for Reigns at this tribal chief level to drop the belt to if The Rock Seth. isn't coming Seth Seth well Seth if he turned babyface when he came back no no Seth is the other main heel on the brand. Seth shouldn't have been a heel when he came back from birth. I should not have said that. Seth birthing a child should not have... Well, he didn't birth the child himself. I'm over this. Seth shouldn't have come back as the Messiah again. That was stupid. It's a bad gimmick to return to after you have a... After you have a real-life event where you can just come back as a clear babyface in the eyes of the fans... Come back, try to be a Messiah figure, and you don't acknowledge your ex-teammate that's the current face of the company as a heel. Yes. It's... it's, But I don't think... I I don't think them... Them meeting up is the right... And I don't think it's it's doable by WrestleMania. Which is two or three weeks out. I think think your options are Edge. I think your options are Edge or... Daniel Bryan Bryan. at this point. It's... And and, and the it, better option is Daniel Bryan. Cesaro. Well, I, I I don't think Cesaro was ever ready for a, a main event push. Yeah, he's but that's big, besides big guy. Yeah, he. I think he could have been. Yeah, I see. I think uh, he's done tag team championships too much. I was gonna say he could do a tag team, but he just literally got out of one. So, uh, you know. I, but anyways, this main event between Reigns and Daniel Bryan, uh, we talked about the finish. It was you know. Bringing the chair out, I was surprised to see Daniel Bryan use the chair. You you mentioned Jey Uso should have never came out, and I agree with that up until the point where Daniel Bryan started hitting him with the chair because it gave it gave Daniel Bryan a chance. If Daniel Bryan had used the chair, did he end up using the chair on Reigns? Maybe I missed it, but did he use the chair on Reigns? He only used it on Jay, right? If I believe so, so that's. Yes. He used that's it on Jay. He used it on Edge. I I think that oh maybe accidentally on Edge. No, he and used that's, it on Jay and he used it on Edge. Yeah. I well, think it was Roman accidentally on Edge. Out. Yeah, I, it was accidentally on Edge, accident. and that's why Edge I think hit him at, at the end, and that's what Edge hit him finish. twice. Edge hit Roman once. But I think, I think. that's the I, I think that's an interesting part of the story because it, it it gives a purpose for Jay coming out because Daniel Bryan, the babyface, you know, the classic babyface isn't going to win his match by using a chair on his enemy when he's trying to make him submit. You know what I mean? That's just, it defeats the purpose of what he's trying to do. Like, especially if his enemy didn't use a chair. Did he, did he, he use the chair on him or was it Jay? No, Jay used the chair. Jay so that introduced the chair and brought I, it I thought that was very like Batman-esque. I don't know. My point is Daniel Bryan is, is a very good baby face in my eyes. I agree. Hot take. <laughs> Uh, we'll work our way, I guess, backwards now. Uh, before this was the Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton. Should we call it a match? Oh, I guess Jesus. it was a match. It was a thing. The Fiend is back. I hated this. Do either of you Alexa guys Bliss have any positive comments? Fall victory over Randy Orton. Yeah. Is there anything positive you guys can say about this? Or I think having Alexa Bliss do an intergender match with Randy Orton and having Randy not hit a single move on her, or vice versa, is a little weird. Like it would have been well, better if they really didn't. Match. Yeah, no, it I, wasn't. But like, all they did was fireballs and like drop lighting. That's why I was hesitant to call it a match at the beginning of this segment because I, 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 I mean, the fiend did come back. Yes, he's different, like you said. But I, I just, you're right. No, nothing actually happened. I expected Randy, be, especially because it's canon that that he 
RKO's women, right? Most recently, I think it was Beth Phoenix. But he, he mm-hmm. I mean, Randy hits girls. Like, that's just a thing he does, I guess. <laughs> I, I I don't really know. You heard it here first. Right. I mean, there, I mean, there is they a better way to put on that, Raw, yes. So it's not even, yeah. But it's just, uh, I was I was confused. I, I thought there would be more action. Uh, I knew the hoodoo was coming at the beginning, right? The black stuff coming out of his mouth. He took it like a champ, wiped it off, and was like, whatever, I just want to fight. Uh, she then apparently has magical powers. Sorry? Uh, the charcoal capsule that produced the black liquid in his mouth. I'm really going behind the curtain here. Not really. Then then she had the uh, thing above her that, that she looked up at, the lighting fixture, I guess it is. And then she looked at it, and then she looked down, and then someone dropped it for her. But, you know, that's supposed to be spooky, I guess. I, I, I This is... For me, this was... Like the final, or at least it should be the final time the WWE gets its little kicks from their production issues from COVID, right? Like they they don't have any people, so they're lacking the crowd noise that is so important to wrestling. It's important to regular sports, but it's really important to wrestling because, I mean, you know, I don't want to say it's fake, but you know, it, it's it's entirely dependent on how the crowd reacts to things. So that you know, it's it's not like. If one team wins in baseball in the MLB, and the crowd is booing about it, the management doesn't go like, "Oh, this is not good." You know what I mean? They just Let's say this is not. Inning. Yeah, they care about winning and losing. Winning and losing <laughs> isn't really the primary objective of wrestling. You get my point. But this is like them using all the tricks that they can with the fiend sticking his hand out. Them using the little lighting fixture to drop out the charcoal thing, like you said, to make his saliva black and he's spitting up this black stuff uh this was just i feel like their last push because they're gonna have fans at wrestlemania right so they can't do this kind of thing and they needed to bring the fiend back and it was probably cooler in their mind to do a this than to do whatever may have happened at wrestlemania in front of actual people and risk of the booze i do think they could have done this a little better yeah, yeah, this they definitely could have. Uh, this match sucked, and I think we've already spent more time talking about it than <laughs> the actual length of Bards the match. Suck. Okay, so yeah, it just How long it did was it go? bad. Was it like five minutes? I mean, did a bell? I don't it even was, know when bells rang. To be honest, it was but. like four and a half or That's something. Rough. Yeah. Um, it depends on how you include Randy. But I, but, but the, the takeaways, right? Because I guess uh, Alexa Bliss defeated Randy Orton is, like you said, a pinfall victory. That is the on paper takeaway Dude, of this she, but i think the takeaway is sold yeah. a couple rkos that would have been pretty cool right i, I that think that, been, that actually would have been kind of cool <laughs> yeah this clearly was not about that this clearly was about bringing the fiend back and and making um yeah. people excited for the fiend although i guess i don't know if it did that it, it certainly didn't do it for me i'm not excited to see the fiend at wrestlemania i, yeah. I don't know that you guys are no it's but. it's then mm-hmm. just the fun little trivia effect that we'll always have of alexa bliss defeated randy orton yeah i you know that was uh that that, that was What's why the would hard they, fought victory? Why would they do that? I guess to separate the two actual uh, important matches on the show, which yeah. before this was the Drew McIntyre slugfest with Sheamus. Drew McIntyre won. I think we all knew that was going to happen. It seems like he's destined to face Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. To the surprise of nobody. Like. Right. But uh, Sheamus, I, woo, this was a good one. I, I'm not, it you know, Sheamus. Slobber knocker. Yeah. It's 
uh, Sheamus is not known for putting on great matches, but he is known for hitting hard. And I think from the mm-hmm. very beginning, you knew that because Drew and Sheamus are real life friends, I suppose, you know, that's the story they're telling. And it seems like there's evidence to back that up, or at least they're, they've been chummy over the years, you know, as uh, European superstars or whatever you want to call it. Um, th- this showed, like, I thought it just looked like, you know, how I-, I guess if you have a brother, you hit him harder than you hit the other kids at school if, if you're a bully or <laughs> something like that. But, um, you know, it's I thought that that was exactly this two friends just slugging it at each other. And you don't especially in 2021 2020s, you're not going to get that right. Everything's more about the flips. And I'm not saying I'm against that, but it's more about um, doing cool things and not hurting your opponent where this was just hurt your opponent and let everyone know it. And I, I thought it was beautiful. It was great. Um, it was mm-hmm. uh, and. I of course we watched this match before we watched the main event, but I think in hindsight it was a really beautiful compliment to the main event, which was way more technical, and this was sort of uh, a brawl fest. So, um, yeah, really, just the 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 second star <laughs> of the night for sure. Yeah, um, and it, it it's it's cool. It's been cool to watch Drew McIntyre over the last year. Uh, he's really been the the star that they've built in the COVID era. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's always gonna kind of be what uh, people associate him with. And this is it's it's been cool to watch him do all the different kinds of matches. You know what I mean? Like he had a few different kinds of of matches while he was a champ, and this was a, a big brawl. Like he 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 fought Sheamus, he played to Sheamus's strengths, and it made both of them look awesome. Like this is the best Sheamus match I've seen in I don't know how long. And it was good. It was a really good match. He won this one. Uh, you would assume that a match against Bobby Lashley, if that is, I think that's what we're all thinking. If that is what they go with, uh, do you think he 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 wins that? What I think would be a slugfest as well, or do you think he loses that one? I don't think he does. I think I think this is going to be a uh, not a long reign for Lashley, but definitely more than just a pay per view or two. Right. Uh, it it feels like they've been building him up as as a monster for a while, and and. Uh, he hasn't had an actual like a real match yet as the champion. He he beat Miz a couple times. Well, like, True. Well, you know what is that? So yeah, I mean, this is going to be his first real test as a champ. That's probably. that's incredibly true. And you know, I think there's uh, again a balancing act that WWE has to do because I believe the idea that that they might have had was that Drew McIntyre could reclaim his belt and get that win because it was a very dramatic win last year at WrestleMania. Even though there were no fans there, you could feel the emotion through the screen, and and mm-hmm. we all praised it a year ago. So I think there was a, a desire to repeat that, but they put themselves in a position, like you said, where Bobby Lashley probably should have uh, a bit longer reign than he than he's currently on, you know, pace to have if he did drop it at WrestleMania. So uh, retaining, I think, is a possibility now. Um, it's, I, you know, I think it was reported by one of those wrestle votes one kind of sites or whatever uh that everything was up in the air up uh, like maybe just a week ago for wrestlemania so you never really know what can happen but i i like the lashley mcintyre uh crash course i think that's going to be really good adonis yeah drew had a really hot run going off of the rumble last year Mm -hmm. but then you know he got really stifled with mania kind of being shut down right like like what two weeks before Mania everything shut down. Uh yeah, so I, the first that's... the first WWE show was on March sixteenth, the uh, Austin three sixteen day because that was that weird oh, yeah. interaction. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so yeah, it's insanely rough for him going into a title reign like that. 
but I do think he held out well during the whole pandemic era, if that's what you want to call it. But right. I I think it'd be bad to just have Bobby Lashley drop it right away. Right. Like, I mean, he did win it off of Miz, but that's kind of a nothing. If he defends it against Drew, then I think that is better for the title as a whole. It's It makes more sense for him to keep it for another pay-per-view after Mania. No, that's a really that's a really really eventually. good point because both guys have a legitimate like whoever whoever wins like, is you don't legitimizing want to make Bobby their claim. Look weak, he's huge. Right? How yeah, Bobby Bobby Lashley needs to. Believable. He yeah he does need this big win and and Drew McIntyre champion who won it last year um, and possibly I think a lot of people are going to want him to win it this year. I think that really is going to legitimize Bobby Lashley as as the guy he is. I just hope that he can. Um, and I don't think people I, are necessarily going to turn on Drew. Right. And that's what I was going to say. I hope that everyone can stay yeah. in their current roles because I think they've both developed characters that can actually go against each other and, and be fine. You know, uh, I think Bobby's um, – is he a, a heel still? Heel. Or, or he is, is a heel. He's is, a heel. Mm-hmm. I think he does some some babyface type stuff now. But I mean, uh, he's a heel, but he's not necessarily a cheater. Right. Yeah. I don't think he's like a, like a – he's, he's no just Miz. a strong he's no guy, <laughs> you know. Yeah, right. I mean, he's got. I mean, he's he's backed by MVP, who's just you know a, a loud brash. But how often? How often so, does he need MVP's help in a match? The guy's giant. He doesn't, but he's associated with him, and yeah. you know, MVP is certainly a heel. <laughs> there were four more matches on this on this card. Um, we'll start with the first two because I feel like I can lump them together and, and say just about around. the same thing together. Uh, yeah, the uh, women's tag team championship started the night off Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler beat Sasha Banks and Bianca Blair in a kind of predictable fuck finish where the baby faces get distracted and then just get rolled up and lose because WWE's never booked something like that before and then the following match was the Intercontinental Championship match where Biggie beat Apollo Crews which I I don't no, thinking back, if it was just a botched finish that didn't look good, um, or if it was just kind of bad booking or whatever, but it just, I know the ending of it was really, really bad, and, and, and they didn't even show replays of it. I think it was a botched finish, it just didn't look good, even though everything technically was done right, um, but they didn't even show replays of it, and, and, and it just felt like something they wanted to wipe away, and it was something I wiped mm-hmm. away, so that's all I have to say on those First two matches, and then I—I I don't know if you guys have more. Biggie did retain. If I didn't say that, by the way. Yeah, no, that's. I mean, that's pretty. The the bunch finish, I think, is all, all anybody's going to remember from mm-hmm. the uh, really from either. I mean, the the women's tag wasn't a a botch finish, but it wasn't a, it wasn't a good it finish. Two unsatisfying botch. finishes, I'll say. Right. Yes. Right. Right. The important thing is Biggie still has the title. Just yes. you know. <laughs> protect biggie at all costs <laughs> yeah he's and he's been great i i don't know if i like this apollo cruz character that much the uh nigerian prince it's a little weird yeah um that's all i think i can i'm allowed to say on that so oh, um, i understand it like becoming i guess uh in african like a first generation african-american if his parents were like from nigeria i can understand him trying to reclaim kind of his nigerian heritage Right. I don't know uh, if putting on an accent that he never really had is yeah, a good way the to fake do it. Accent is what's weird for me. I'm not. I don't know I'm if it's a fake accent. Like if he came here when he was like 16 or something, he definitely right. had an accent that he yeah. would have worked out of. I, yeah, it I've, does, I've heard. I've heard. Who's to say? I think it's a fine character switch. 
But I think it's weird working him into that character also as a heel. It at feels the same out time. of nowhere. It just it just yeah. feels like an odd character to go with. Um, you know, like I don't think like that wasn't really an issue with Jinder Mahal, right? Him being uh, you know, Indian uh, I mean, he was kind of like a, a Maharaja. That's like a. Yeah, I think it's weird to like move Jinder him into Mahal, a heel like role and make him national. I thought he was culturally really good. I ju- this one I just, just yeah. it feels like race baiting, but I don't know if I want to call accent. it that. It's the accent. Yeah, it's it, like it's the forced like just sudden switch of an accent. On, it, like right, it, it's like when Kofi faked the Jamaican thing. It was exactly like, uh. like the Kofi. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly like that. It just it feels it's different because like Kofi yeah, feels like tokeny. But but you know if it's it's I I mean. I always want to assume that, you know, these guys do get to say, like, you know, I, they, yeah, someone has to right. pitch to him and go, like, you should do the accent. And then he yeah. would have to be like, no. Or the alternative is he said, I should do the accent. In which case, yeah, let so me say, bro, I don't accent. think that's great. But, like, you know, that's not really up to me. If you want to do that to, to make the character right. seem more authentic, it is certainly making the character seem authentic, just authentically out of nowhere because, I don't know. He's been Apollo Cruz, like you know Apollo, where he's done the the flips and stuff, like as a heel turn. It's it's a very weird, it's a very weird character change and very abrupt. So I, it's awkward, but um, yeah, -hmm. those two matches unfortunately were a sour start to the night for me. I just wasn't a big fan of them, so I I don't know what to say. Um, I can't match. Sorry, I there were actually three, and I I totally deleted this one out of my mind because um. Braun Strowman defeated you Elias. This was on SmackDown. Oh, God. I, I. Oh no, that match. <laughs> no, I did. Yeah, this, oh, we'll I was talking the, about the pre-show match. We'll this do the one pre-show I completely in a deleted too. out of my mind too. Yeah, That's this Braun Strowman match I totally forgot was on was on uh, Fastlane show. Um, yeah, so Shane McMahon was supposed to fight Braun Strowman, and then they did a bait and switch, and of course, I guess Elias is the natural person to fill in for mm-hmm. him here. Uh, you guys said you watched SmackDown recently, right? Uh, is yeah. this Raw or SmackDown? I don't know, but um, this is a SmackDown thing. I think is has Elias been in this storyline recently? Is this make no, sense? No, not at all. Elias okay. came into the storyline during Today. the pay per view. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's he's been on TV. He's been doing his little with uh, Jackson Riker. Yeah, his guitar segment with Riker every week. Okay. You know? uh, so yeah, he's been he's been floating around, but uh, yeah, this was a weird weird kind of last minute insert. I'm not sure. Like I, I, I don't understand why. You know, like if it were a real injury, I would get it, but it's clearly a worked injury. Yeah, you know? that's like, the thing. Yeah, like it, it's so obviously not a real injury, and I just I don't understand what the point of any of this. Like, was that the plan from the beginning to just switch him out for Elias? Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, in Strowman, I mean, as you would predict, I think had an extended squash match with Elias, which of course is like I guess that would be his Elias's first major kind of pay per view match back. Uh, since he, when was the last time he had a, I guess he did the Jeff Hardy thing for a while, but did he ever even have a pay-per-view match with that? Um, is his but, last pay-per-view match, like last, that's what I'm saying. Is, this is not the way to reintroduce the lies back into the, you know, hearts and minds of the WWE faithful. It's a, uh, <laughs> no, it was Elias just, is stuck with a carbon copy of himself. It's yeah. So it, stupid. This was all really poor. Uh, I feel bad for Braun Strowman cause, uh, there's this thing in WWE where the months before WrestleMania, you just work out a fucking ton and you lean up, but you keep your muscle on and you just get absolutely massive because Vince loves big guys come WrestleMania season. And Braun has done that, dude. That guy is cut. He is yoked. He, he looks the best he's ever looked like physically he looks better than Carlito. He is. 
looks better than Carlito. Uh, he, he physically he looks uh, the best he ever has. I mean, if you look at old pictures of him, he looks like a big bloated ball. Now he looks like a scary oh, Jesus. monster. Um, no, he, I mean he would say the same about himself. He, you know, he's, he's, he's clearly taking men. care of himself. Uh, and, and I hope he gets rewarded for it because this is like almost a punishment. What he's being put through this first, the slime by Shane McMahon. And then he doesn't even get to beat the shit out of Shane McMahon as a payback. He like, he doesn't get like, like, okay. So you get slimed on national television Mm -hmm. and in response, you get to beat up Elias. There must be something. It's, are they saving it for mania? You think here's the thing. I think it's fine if they save it for mania. I'm a bit of an oddball, but I do like Shane McMahon matches. Well, I mean, I like seeing Shane McMahon jump off whatever he's going to jump off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like a Shane McMahon match, you know, and I feel like this would have been a little better if they had just made it like a full on handicap match. What if what if it effectively was anyway? It was Elias and Jason Riker. What if Shane jumps off the pirate ship? Man, if Shane jumps off the pirate ship. He might. That might be the last Shane McMahon match we ever watch. But jeez, no. I I do kind of expect after talking this through with you guys, I expect that uh, it'll turn into something at uh, WrestleMania because that seems like it does seem just kind of like a stalling pattern now that. Uh, so you know, Shane yeah. doesn't want to kill himself at Fastlane. He wants and to kill himself at Mania. That's the only thing that makes. Bron sense needs to get his it. his due. You know, he needs to get his his thing. I I, I want him to be a decent babyface because that's what they want him to be, but. They can't make him into it if you know it's. They well, just he need did to do effectively be- also beat up two Jack dudes. Right. I mean, he also beat up Jackson Riker. So Jackson Riker kind of sucks. I mean, well, but, we, but he's jacked. Right. But don't you expect Braun to beat up these guys? I guess maybe two on one is unfair. But yeah, um, and, just, you know, he did I, a good job beating them up. But this was an absolute waste of a segment. It was. Uh, it, it was. This should have been on the pre-show. Short. Yes, it should have been on the pre-show. And instead, on the pre-show, we got the Mustafa Ali and Matt Riddle U.S. Championship match. Uh, Riddle retained. A championship match. It, was it a and championship? S- it was. No, it, it and was, I think it's stupid yeah. to put that on the pre-show. I yeah, agree that's yeah. In, in, instead of Braun Strowman and all. Yeah. yeah. Um, this was also uh, Riddle won, and then the fall of Retribution mm-hmm. came first. Medium reckoning left, then Slapjack. Slap I don't even dude. know who Slapjack yeah. is. Dominic Dijakovic. No, it's not. T bar is Dominic Dijakovic. Um, Slapjack Shane is uh, Shane Thorne, yes. Sure. And then Mace is uh, Dio Madden. The, the one that was Dio the Madden. announcer. Yeah. Uh, so they all turned, including Mace and T bar, uh, picking up Mustafa Ali and doing the double choke slam. Is that they put him over the ropes? Is that what they did or just put him straight into the mat? Either way, uh, I don't know if Retribution is done. I kind of hope they are just done and they say so tomorrow night on Raw. Uh, but I feel like the wording that they've said could mean that um, we're going to get a new leader of Retribution, which uh, I, I think that's a very lateral move. I, I'm, I'm, I, it's yeah, a lateral I, move that saves Mustafa. I, I would pass. Right. Um, but... I think we're all surprised about this being on the pre-show as opposed to obviously this Braun Strowman deal that we just talked about. Um, but this was really good for what it was. Everyone should go out of their way to watch it, right? Oh, the match was good. That mm-hmm. That's yeah. fine. I have no problem with that. I have a yeah, problem I mean, with its was... placement being a championship match and being on the pre-show. 
They do this all the time. I don't know why they put championship matches on the pre-show. It doesn't make any if sense. If the whole card is championship matches or like big name yeah, non-championship maybe. matches, that's fine. But having Braun in a squash match and putting this to the pre-show is kind of goofy. Yeah. I yeah, do hope I, the best for Mustafa Ali, and I hope the best for Retribution. Uh, not Retribution, you know, Shane Thorne, Dominic Dijakovic, and Dio Madden, I guess, uh, yeah, yeah, coming out of the Retribution. Like, you know, take your stupid mask off and wrestle like you did in NXT, and then we'll have, you know, a fun time together. But yeah, if they're, like, the... relegated to this BS, it's not going to work Actually, out well for them. Dominic Dijakovic could... could, could, could hit, a goddamn uh, he could be slapper. I'm, I'm, happy. I'm, I'm good with t Oh, What? No, Bro. Dominic Dijakovic and <laughs> Keith funny. Lee had great friggin' matches on NXT. Right, but I mean, T Bar and Keith Lee would have just as fine matches. Yeah, T Bar. T Bar is against actually his been a face. Kind of a I don't think that's no, but I think this T Bar social media gimmick is is something to latch on to. Well, what this. did he change his uh, Twitter name to? Right after he this? changed. Did he change he did. it to T Bar? I mean, no, he changes. No, he changed his name to like friggin' the Reckoning or something stupid like that. I can't look it up because I don't. I don't want to get into a setup issue, but my keyboard's behind my camera. He changed it to something dumb that is worse than T-Bar. Like, he, he found out what the T stood for, and it was not a good answer. And the T stood for Reckoning. The Reckoning. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> the last match we have to talk about from Fastlane was the Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura match. Uh, this, this was fun. I, it was good. Um, I heard some people say it was boring. I think that it just wasn't what a lot of people wanted to be, right? You hear those names, and then three years ago, Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura would be like the main event of any pay-per-view that you could book. Yeah. It would be a really fantastic match, but Nakamura is older. He is, I don't want to say trying uh, less, but he uh, he works a different style. You know, he's not the yeah. He's not the New Japan Nakamura that everyone wants him to be. And I thought that this was good, especially with Nakamura being very solidly in the mid card and, you know, trying to push up to that main event. But once he does get to that main event level, I think they will be capable of putting on the banger that we want. So this was just, I think, as good as it could be if you're stalling for that great match down the road. It's interesting uh, what you said about Nakamura not performing up to uh historical levels because i i would have agreed with with that and i i, I mean i i do agree you're right he, he he wwe nakamura is not new japan nakamura or even um, nxt nakamura to be honest. right or even nxt nakamura but to that being said i think he's been a lot better in this uh you know as a face again like mm-hmm. i don't know that he it, it seemed like he didn't really enjoy being a heel too much and he wasn't like I don't. I don't want to like accuse him of not trying, but it did see. It does seem like he's he's more in the matches now as this new face character. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just getting worked, but he he does seem to be more. No, it's a, it's a good point. I think he had some early success with the heel character. The no speaky English stuff was a bit. Uh, you know, again with the race baiting, but mm-hmm. it was it was funny. Like it worked. You know, it got big pops whenever he did it, and he did it for several weeks. Um, and he did more stuff like that where he was just kind of like. Um, a dick, you know, he was just like, I'm going to be a dick to people because I can. Um, and then I think you're right as, as it continued, he was just lost in the heel shuffle that is WWE because they don't know how to build an actual, like, you know, why do we hate this guy? Oh, well you just, cause he beats the good guys. I, so, you know, this, I think a return to form and, and being this baby face, cause at least as a baby face, I think his character is more just I'm Shinsuke or at least who we think Shinsuke is. 
Um, so I think this is just going to be way better for him. And, uh, you know, if you guys have been watching the shows and I haven't, uh, you're probably right that he uh, has been more, um, motivated in yeah, the past few weeks. I think people want to cheer for him too. Of course. Oh, Everyone sure. wants to sing the song. WrestleMania will be fun. Yeah. I think if you're going to compare Shinsuke to Seth Rollins, people definitely want to cheer for Shinsuke. Mm-hmm. Shinsuke was out here, I guess, kind of wrestling on the behalf of Cesaro. And I think one of the issues with Shinsuke is that he doesn't necessarily get allowed the same freedoms on mic that other wrestlers do, even though he's kind of a likable guy. Yeah, Vince just right, doesn't well, trust we... him, I guess, on mic. <laughs> and I, I mean, think that's, that's about that's it. Fair. I, I think yeah. that's it for the rest of uh, Fastlane. Uh, it was... it. How many matches was this? Six, seven? It, it seven, went, I think. They, eight, they managed to fit it in in about two and a half hours. Uh, oh, yeah, man, if you include the pre-show. Um, but the short pay-per-views did, uh, have been good. Did either of you guys fill out your scorecards? I did not. I did. I totally mine forgot was, to do it. Mine was pretty bad. Oh, so if neither of you guys uh, filled hey, it out win. and mine was pretty week. bad, I won. That's great. We should um, keep track of that on this going forward. See who. Uh, right, so if you're wondering what scorecards Austin is talking about. Yeah, uh, Austin is talking about PW scorecards. You can we mentioned it, I think, on past episodes, but you can go to pwscorecards.com or just look that up. They're on Twitter. They're on just Google. You know how to use the internet machine. Um, but go to their website, make an account. Uh, you can get into our faction. I think our faction is at MSE, or do you? I don't even know if there's an at, but uh, if you look, uh, yeah, at I don't factions, know. We can post like only the three. Yeah, it's we'll MSE post it in the Discord. So. Uh, you know, just DM us on Twitter and say, hey, I set up that PW scorecard thing and you can compete with us. Uh, maybe if a few of you actually do that, we will uh, start talking about it more and comparing how we do on pay-per-views. Basically, it's like a pick em, I guess. You pick the fights and then you, you pick, pick who you think fights, the winner you pick is. some spots. You pick uh, the method of winning. So pin, submission, uh, count out, something like that. Um, and then every now and then they ask you, uh, you know, how many high spots will there be? How many... Uh, near falls will there be yeah how many finishers will be attempted yeah it's a, how it's many a bunch of problems basically yeah. yeah so it's a lot of fun it's kind of just like uh you know a gentleman's agreement for a uh, pride it's you know no money involved so you don't have to worry about losing any money it's just uh fun to uh shit talk your friends when you guess how horridly wwe is gonna book yeah, <laughs> better than, scenario, you look better as dumb as i do yep and uh, we'll definitely, too. We'll, we'll, yeah, let's let's do that for WrestleMania. So let's say that right now. Hopefully you guys will join us, but we're going to do the scorecards for WrestleMania. We'll promote that a little bit on the Twitter at MSC Pro Wrestling. It's a good time to mention that if you guys haven't followed us. Check us out at MSC Pro Wrestling. Uh, you can check me out personally at David uh, Dave B. Rosenberg. Um, and yeah, I think that's really it for us this week. Sorry we haven't been here for uh, what feels like almost a month, <laughs> but... We will uh, be more consistent. We will be back next week. Right, guys? Yeah. Be back next week. And I guess we will talk about with no pay-per-view. We will just talk about uh, catch up on some of the Dynamite stuff that we haven't really talked about over the past uh, few weeks. There's stories and stuff, right? They got to work their way from Revolution to whatever the next pay-per-view is. Uh, There's only four years, so I don't keep track like that. But, um, you know, new stories, and I'm sure good stuff will be coming, especially because I feel like they want to compete a little bit with a uh, WWE as WrestleMania season uh, comes in. So thanks so much for listening, guys, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.